0: You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, let's play it on this Tuesday, April 10th and Wednesday, April 11th. It is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Every NFL team, every NBA team and now Major League Baseball teams available to you on the Locked On Podcast Network only on LockedOnSports.com. Matt Derry with you. On this Tuesday and Wednesday, what's going on, everybody? As we talk about your Detroit Lions, busy bringing in players uh, for the draft, uh, getting some visits in. We'll tell you about who's coming in today, who will come in tomorrow to visit the Lions for their local day as well. Also, a Lions player has decided to retire, a guy that got uh, some playing time last year. We'll tell you about that. Also, some highlights from last night's Members Summit, in which Rod Wood, Bob Quinn, and Matt Patricia All answered questions from season ticket holders or season ticket members, as they like to say. Uh, That took place last night at Ford Field. We'll get into that as well right here on Locked On Lions. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for listening on Megaphone.fm, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or or wherever you get your podcasts. You guys know me, former ticket host, former 105 host, was at DFN, has covered this Lions team for a long, long time. And I really enjoy... Uh, interacting with you on Twitter, so you can tweet to me at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Yesterday's a podcast, we kind of cleared up the Eric Ebron comments, and look, I know what you guys are saying. You're sick and tired of me, ba- uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, just bitching and complaining about Ebron and, and banging on Ebron and, and being negative. I don't want to talk about Eric Ebron, but when he's in the news and he makes a comment like he made yesterday about Andrew Luck, that was taken out of context and tweeted out by Bob Kravitz from Indianapolis. I want to defend it. I wanted to defend Ebron yesterday because I don't think he was throwing shade or being negative toward the Lions at all yesterday. So if you missed that podcast yesterday, check it out uh, right here. You can get them off of all the podcasts off of Twitter or iTunes, wherever you listen. Uh, Locked on Lions for this Tuesday into Wednesday. All right, very important topic that I have to touch on. And that I want to start the podcast with today. And that is about this Detroit Lions future. And I'm going to come right out and say it. And then I'll explain why I'm doing this. The Detroit Lions are your only hope as a Detroit professional sports fan right now. Let me repeat that. Your Detroit Lions are the only hope that you have for a winner for a long, long time on this very in this very market in town and to play the compare contrast game a little bit let's do a little background on where the lions sit right now and i know what the folks on good morning football said today on the nfl on nfl network they talked about which new coach has the best roster that he's inherited and john gruden got some votes mike vrabel in tennessee got some votes and Pat Shermer, of the Giants got some votes from the round table that was on there. Peter Schrager and others. Reggie Bush was filling in for Nate Burleson today on Good Morning Football. And if you want to watch that video, go to my Twitter page at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. I tweeted it out earlier today. No mention, no mention of Matt Patricia and the Lions roster. So again, some talking heads not giving the Lions any love. A little background on this and where I'm going with this. The Detroit Lions were 9-7 and last year and missed the playoffs. The Lions had a winning record. They've had back-to-back winning records. Yet for this ownership, Martha Firestone Ford, her team president Rod Wood, general manager Bob Quinn, the maestro, it wasn't good enough. Yet when you look around the city and you see what the other teams are doing, there is no doubt that the Lions are your only hope to have any semblance of success for a long, long time. The other teams in town, the Detroit Tigers, in an admitted rebuild are not very good. Playing better baseball, I think, out of the gate than people thought they would and pitching much better than they thought, but it's going to be a long time before that organization has any success. And the general manager that is overseeing the rebuild is the same general manager that has handed out some of the worst contracts in baseball over the last 10 years, Jordan Zimmerman. Justin Upton, Mark Lowe, Mike Pelfrey, All right. The list goes on and on. That's who's overseeing the Tigers rebuild. Alavila, and Alavila seems like a nice guy, and plenty of people like him. Do you trust that he's the guy to oversee it? You don't know, but it's going to be a while till the Tigers are good. The Detroit Pistons have an owner in Tom Gorris who spoke last night during halftime of their home loss to the Toronto Raptors and basically said, we need to make some changes. I don't know what those changes are. The Detroit Pistons, if you look up the history of this franchise, since Tom Gorris has taken over as owner, and go back to the Karen Davidson era, and even before that, no, I would say Karen Davidson era. I don't remember the year that Mr. Bill Davidson died, and Mr. D was the best. The Detroit Pistons have not won a playoff game since 2008, the 07-08 season, in which they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals, Flip Saunders and company, to the Boston Celtics, and that was the end of the flip era. They went Then they went through the Michael Curry, John Kuster, Lawrence Frank, Mo Cheeks, John Lawyer, Stan Van Gundy uh, proposition and process, and they've had one winning season. One winning season. In their last 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, t- 11 years. One winning season in the last 11 years. And last night, Pistons owner Tom Goris said they have to make some changes. He doesn't know what those changes are yet. And that he'll meet with president and coach Stan Van Gundy next week in Los Angeles. Next week? The Pistons season ends tomorrow. If there was any sense of urgency to make any changes, if there was any sense of urgency to start winning, if there was any sense of urgency to appease a fan base that has been waiting 11 years for something, we'll meet next week. Other teams are going to fire coaches Thursday, and they're going to get moving on their process. Stan Van Gundy's not going anywhere, folks. And the Pistons are being run right now very, very poorly. It's going to be a very long time until they're successful. Unless somehow next season, understand Van Gundy, because I believe he'll be back, Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, and Reggie Jackson turn into uh, Westbrook, Durant, and James Harden. Or Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Durant. And I don't see that happening. The owner said he'll meet with his uh, president and coach next week in L.A. Zero sense of urgency. The minute the season ended, Jim Caldwell was fired by Bob Quinn. And they moved quickly to start the interviewing process, get the ball rolling, and they came up with Matt Patricia. The Lions moved quickly. I know, right? The Lions, of all teams, actually moved quickly. I'm commending the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Red Wings are not having any success either and are struggling. The Detroit Red Wings have not won a playoff series In five years, six years, excuse me, five years, I'm sorry. 2013, they made the conference semis. Since then, lost first round, lost first round, lost first round. In these last two years, the Red Wings have not made the playoffs. The Red Wings have a tremendous history, and the Red Wings have had very big success going back to the 90s and early 2000s under general manager Ken Holland. But. If you watch this team enough, there isn't enough talent. And oh, by the way, Ken Holland, who's overseen five pretty bad years in a row for the Red Wings standards and the last two seasons being below 500 and really, really not being very good. Holland's getting a two-year extension and they're bringing the coach back who hasn't won a playoff series or a, it, since he's been running the show in Jeff Blash. It's going to be a while since until the Red Wings are good. Ken Holland said about the rebuild, yep, it's full-fledged rebuild. Now we're going youth. Uh, Why didn't you go youth after 2015? They've wasted the last three seasons. 2015-16, 2016-17, 2017-18. So to have a lot of faith in that operation, I wouldn't. Ken Holland, awesome guy, always good to me on Detroit Sports 105.1 he should be gone but he's not so there's your compare contrast right here are the detroit lions making moves here's rod wood last night admitting yeah we're going to look into some things about the ticket about the about the food prices at ford field an actual admission that some things haven't gone right and maybe some changes will be made the Pistons owner last night said we need to make some changes and it doesn't know what those there are. How do you not know? How do you not know and how do you not move on it tomorrow? Well, we'll talk next week in L.A. I'll stay. I'll fly Stan out and we'll talk. Your thoughts on this? At Derry speaks, D-E-R-Y speaks on Twitter and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. I told you earlier about LockedOnSports.com. Finally a place where all the podcasts that you want here on the Locked On Podcast Network are under one umbrella, LockedOnSports.com. We've got Locked On NFL, Locked On NBA, getting ready for the playoffs, Locked On NFL Draft with John Ledger and Trevor Sicoma. If you're a Yankees fan, Reds, or some other Major League Baseball team, and eventually there will be a Locked On Tigers, all the MLB teams that are available are on LockedOnSports.com. It's a great venture. I love being a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Go to LockedOnSports.com. You'll find the Locked On Lions show there and others at LockedOnSports.com. All right, so I'm definitely interested in people's opinion on my thoughts on the Detroit Lions and their future. And I'm not promising a Super Bowl. I'm not telling you the Lions are going to win the division this year. And I'm not telling you that the Lions are some uh, conference championship contender yet. But ownership has made it pretty clear that they've gone out and hired some pretty darn good people and have shown a sense of urgency. I was stunned when Martha Firestone Ford and Rod Wood went out and hired Ernie Accorsi a few years ago to find themselves a general manager. They kind of looked at each other and said, what do we know about bringing in a football man? And we're going to hire a consultant to help us. Are the Pistons doing that? Are the Red Wings doing that? Is ownership there with the Tigers? When Alavilla was stumbling and, and fumbling through free agent signings and trying to squeeze the last blood out of a dead stone a couple of, uh, last year. Was he doing that or two years ago? No. I made that suggestion a couple of years ago. The Tigers should hire a consultant, and that consultant should decide if Alavilla should stay. The man gave Mark Lowe a two year contract. So the Lions seem to be going in the right direction, and they've hired a coach that many people feel is going to be a stud. They're your only hope, folks, for a while. There are no Darius Slays on these other teams in town. There are no Matthew Staffords on these other teams in town. Heck, there aren't even any Golden Tates. God bless Blake Griffin. He's a shell of what he used to be. Good player. Still a good player. Not a superstar anymore. Henrik Zetterberg, what a guy. Plays every game. his ass. But he's not a star. The Red Wings are trotting out. One all-star a year. That, that That's it. The Lions, if Ziggy Antz is healthy, if Darius Slay is there, Stafford, there's some pretty good players there. Now, again, how good is this talent, and can it overtake Minnesota? We'll find out. But what I like about the Lions is they're not telling you that they're waiting. They're not telling you it's going to be one to two years. They're not telling you Matt Patricia is going to need a year of observation. Nope. They are telling you we are out to win and win games and big games and important games right here, right now. And even though we had a winning record of nine and seven, the coach is fired. Goodbye. So that's why I have faith in the Lions and I have some confidence in the Lions that at least at least they'll be semi competitive. I can't say the same about these other three teams in town, and I, I'm just stunned at some of the things. That, 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 that are that are going on with the Red Wings and Pistons. Tigers, look, they're, they're rebuilding. And they've at least admitted it. But man, oh man, what a sad state of affairs around here with just some very, very poor foresight by owners, general managers, coaches, you name it. You name it. I, I, I'm, it's stunning to me. And, and as far as the columnists in this city, does anybody have an opinion on anything? Ken Holland's back. No opinion piece. Stan Van Gundy last night uh, appears to be back and Tom Gore speaks. Someone going to write an opinion piece? Yes or no? Good or bad? Black or white? Everything's a feature in the papers now. Everything. Can we get an opinion? I, I, you know. That's why I'm a Mike valeni fan. And that's why I hope you like this podcast because I'm going to give you opinions. And we'll give you some news as well. And I want to tell you about Frankie Louvu. You're probably saying to yourself, "Who the heck is that?" Well, the Detroit Lions are using one of their thirty visits in Allen Park for the draft. Because you're only allowed thirty on the Washington State outside linebacker Frankie Louvu, six and a half sacks last year, and is projected to be a day three draft pick. If you watch his highlights on YouTube, and I'm not going to admit to watching a lot of Washington State football, but I remember him in the bowl game against Michigan State where he had an interception uh, of Brian Lewerke. Frankie Luvu can play. Kind of an undersized outside linebacker, pass rusher type, can get to the quarterback, can fly around the field. Those are the kind of players that Matt Patricia needs to have on his roster. So if the Lions go pass rusher in the first round, running back in the second round, and maybe Luvu is there in the third or fourth, look for that name. To be a guy that I would uh, rubber stamp for sure for the Lions, Frankie Louvu out of Washington State making the rounds and in town visiting the Lions today, according to uh, a bunch of different reports, including Dave Burkett. Also, the Lions are hosting a local day tomorrow. Well they be where they will be bringing in players from Michigan, Michigan State, all over the state? Uh, it's expected that Mo Hurst will be there, the Michigan uh, nose tackle, defensive. Uh, uh, um, a tackle, who uh, had had some issues health wise, but now has been cleared, and I think will be there at twenty for the Lions. I think Mo Hurst is a really was a really really good college player. I just don't know if I I would take him at twenty. Some medicals, some red flags, might dip into the second round. Uh, so you know, take that for what it's worth. I know Michigan fans would love it that are Lions fans if Maurice Hurst would be there. But I'm not so sure that's the guy for the Lions at number 20. But he will be in town tomorrow, working out for the Lions on their local day. All right. So those are some uh, news and notes I want to tell you about the members' summit coming up, and also a player that has retired. Also, a reminder, and I mentioned this before: uh, all the uh, podcasts are on LockedOnSports.com. That includes Matt Shook's Locked On Pistons. All right. If you like Locked On uh, uh, Lions with me, Matt Shook does a really nice job on Locked On Pistons. A lot of season recap coming up. One more game to go. A lot of talk from Tom Gorris, Stan Van Gundy. uh, What's his future? Get it all at Locked On Pistons with Matt Shook right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, two uh, pretty big news items that came out of last night's uh, season ticket holder or member summit, as they call it, down at Ford Field. And that is where the Lions make Rod Wood, team president, GM Bob Quinn, and head coach uh, Matty P., Matt Patricia, available to the fans to answer some questions. Uh, Bob Quinn was asked about the Lions free agent strategy and why they didn't go after any, you know, big-name guys. Quinn said, and he acknowledged, that there were players whose values went beyond what the Lions projected. said it was a little bit different than the last two years, but he says the team is going to be just as effective, if not more, based on the type of players that he signed. So, Quinn admits, yes, he didn't think that many of the big-ticket guys and the guys that got a lot of money and the guys that could have fit here, including a guy like Jimmy Graham, who ends up in Green Bay as a tight end, was not really in the spending range that Bob Quinn felt they were. This puts a lot of pressure on the maestro because of the guys that he has signed, some of these lower-tier guys like Devon Kennard and and, and, uh, Christian Jones, okay, and guys that are getting one-year contracts, that that Bob Quinn has signed. If those guys do not develop, if those guys do not work out, you know Bob Quinn is going to feel the wrath from you know most of, from everybody. If Luke Wilson doesn't work out at tight end, I know it's a one-year deal, but if the Lions can't find anybody to catch the football at tight end, you now they've signed two, but they didn't sign Jimmy Graham. They didn't sign Benjamin Watson. So Bob Quinn is sticking to his his guns here on this. Did not feel that those types of players uh, fit. And we thought he thought they were a little bit overpriced. Another note from last night, which I found interesting. Rod Wood was asked about Matt Patricia. And he said that he heard about Matt Patricia from Bob Quinn from two years ago. And that Bob Quinn has been talking about Matt Patricia for two years. So... I think that kind of throws out any doubt as to where the Lions were going to go with this coach. And you hope that what Bob Quinn does is lands a very big fish and that Matt Patricia becomes a guy who takes players like he did with Kyle Van Noy in New England and turns them into a little bit of wine from water here in Detroit. So I thought that was an interesting comment made last night at the member summit by Rod Wood. Was there any doubt? That Bob Quinn was going to fire Jim Caldwell? Of course there was. It's the Lions. There's always doubt from you, the fans. But, turns out, he was pegged to have Matt Patricia here, and it worked out. And hopefully it works out well. All right, final news and note from today. Emmett Cleary, who started a couple of games last year, the veteran offensive lineman, kind of sprung into action along with Brian Mahalik and others when there were injuries on that Lions offensive line. Um, uh, to Travis Swanson, to T.J. Lang, Emmett Cleary, who started some games at right guard and left guard. Heck, I think he even played some left tackle. Uh, has officially retired today uh, from the NFL. He was placed by the Lions on their uh, reserved retired list. Cleary was is the second active NFL player that pledged that he will donate his brain. Um, oh, wait, yeah. Lions offensive lineman Emmett Cleary is the second active NFL player to pledge his brain to the Concussion Legacy Foundation. So, when he passes away one day, uh, hopefully he lives a long life, he's going to donate his brain basically to science and to the Concussion Legacy Foundation, uh, which is pretty cool. But Emmett Cleary was a guy that was, you know, kind of off the scrap heap that had to play. And the one thing the Lions seem to have covered is their bases on this offseason. Okay, signing um, Wiggins from the Chargers, Wesley Johnson from the Jets and having Joe Dahl back, they seem to have some depth right now on that offensive line that they didn't have last year. Remember, they cut Lakin Tomlinson very late and really never replaced him. So, more depth here. Emmett Cleary, though, has decided to retire. All right, that wraps things up for today, Tuesday, April 10th, and Wednesday, April 11th, right here on Locked On Lions. Again, I- I'm, I'm looking at the Lions as, the, as your only hope uh, in this town based on what's going on, especially over the last week with the winter teams in town. We'll talk to you again tomorrow right here on Locked on Lions.